Go! This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Christmas is almost here and I'm very excited about the gift I got for Rob. That's right, peppermint lube. Now all, your bottoms, will be winter fresh. You're welcome. Our IP live cast starts. Now. Uh, I don't know how I feel about... I mean, I guess I'm not... Well, no, I would taste the peppermint lube because we'd be kissing after. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of flavored lube. Welcome to our IP live cast. Would it hurt your dick? Like the mintiness? Oh. I've definitely... I forget what it was, but there was some lube that I got very early on before I settled on my preferred brand of choice, mm-hmm. Swiss Navy, promo code Rob. No. <laughs> no promo oh. code. I wish. You stole but, my uh, joke. I was going to say, if you want to taste like Rob's bottoms, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> promo code uh, Peppermint Shannon. I think there was some, like, I'm trying to remember what the lube was exactly, uh, but I, I I just remember it feeling like icy hot on my dick, oh. <laughs> kind of, you know, like, you don't want that kind of tingling sensation on your dick. Well, what is it like? What does normal preferred lube feel like? Just nothing? Just, just like baby oil, essentially. Okay. Baby oil uh, is what happens after you use the lube. You spill some it's of your true. baby oil in there. It's true. Yeah, and then you well, baby it. oil is a good is a good like last minute replacement uh, for for a silicone lubricant. You ever get ready for a big fuck session and then like you just add a lube and you're just, like when the shampoo is empty and you're like, come on, come on. You ever do you that? Put some water in there just to <laughs> fill it, fill up the bottle a little bit more. No, it just means I really have to rim the bottom very oh. well, get it very oh. lubricated with my spit. Rob, you should make a Seinfeld slash Curb Enthusiasm series about being gay, like the little things that nobody Lube thinks your about. enthusiasm? Yes. <laughs> Which is the other <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, I've definitely had penetrative sex without lube. you got to be very horny and uh, very aroused and very lubricated. Very, you know, uh, orally lubricated. <laughs> Does it become more, like, romantic? You're not trying to, like, uh, just rim, ream the shit out of this guy? Well, uh, both, it could be either or, but yeah, it it is, there is another, there is a sense of heightened, like eroticism to it, uh, because, because of like, wow, we're just, we're using our natural, you know, fluid. We're not using any sort of enhancement. Yeah. Working on a tight, the gay cavemen. Yes. Well known for their (laughs) care and. Of their body. I, I'm sure there were. It's just some some cavemen just needed to get off. They didn't care who, who got them off. They needed, I would say they if there was a, a a timeline chart of you know gay sex, the frequency it probably spiked in the Neanderthal times and then went down as religion took over. And then yeah, I think it's exactly it's religion that probably uh, furthered homophobia just because of the need to procreate. Mm-hmm. Um. What a what a lovely way to start episode seven hundred and fifty one. <laughs> we, uh, like- we got sociology, archaeology. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is Christmas time. I mean, it it's actually like I'm not in a surly mood uh, this year. Uh, Are you I, usually year as well? I, don't I feel like there was a there was a period where I just really hated Christmas. I hated all the shitty songs. 
I still hate. Now I'm kind. I'm kind of. In, I mean, I still hate the shitty songs, but I found enough songs that I like. <laughs> uh, and just in general, uh, I'm I'm alright with like the uh, the corniness of it now. Well, this might be because we live in New York, and I don't know how it is in other places, but I genuinely buy into the cliche that yeah uh, people are nicer to each other i really i i was just gonna it does feel like people are being a little nicer to each other these last few weeks yeah it might just be my locality where you are listening to this or watching this show you might be like what the fuck is he talking about (laughs) absolutely not but that's my anecdotal experience i i mean i barely go out so i can't really comment but i haven't noticed much of a difference one way or the other I think you go out more than me lately. I mean, I've been a hermit for the for a large part of the last two years, just because. But you're still going work. out to like go to school and stuff. That's true. Yes. Well, so. yeah, that's right. I was about to say you go to work, but you don't go out. To yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Kyle says road rage is noticeably worse lately. Oh, is that right? In the chat, oh. I didn't pick that up. That's fair. I mean, yeah, there are people. Everyone's going somewhere. You got to, you know, got shit to do. Cars full Got of trees, you can't see your rearview mirrors, crashing into people, <laughs> drunk on spiked eggnog. Oh, yay. So it's great to uh, uh, to be Jewish and not have to deal with the presence, you know. But you still do. You still have non-Jew friends that you feel obligated to get shit for. Mm-hmm. Nope. Really? Thank get anybody I- shit. I had like a fit of, oh, let me think of the motherfuckers that are going to get me something and then I'll feel like a dick if I don't get them something too. And I just like on one Saturday, I just like bought gifts for like a handful of people that I knew would get me something. And so that's, I'm covered. I'm good. I did the same thing. Etsy is very helpful. When you're a thoughtless person like me and you only remember one or two things per person that they like. And you could just type in keywords and, oh, I have a friend who likes the WNBA and plants. Oh, it's a planter with that's made out of a WNBA basketball. Perfect. There next, you go. Next year, said just use AI. I feel like that's going to be the next evolution yeah. in your, your sloth is going to be AI. That's probably true. <laughs> probably true. You won't even have to do anything at some point. You'll just put in a list of your friend's names. And the computer will research what they like. You won't even have to remember anything like about that. them. That's that's good. I like that. That's All a right. great idea. Yeah. yeah. Finally, using good. AI for good. Yeah. Well, Just to be good. clear, though, neither yeah. of you guys got me anything, right? Because I no. didn't get you no. check shit yet. Okay, good. Just while our presence here during the holiday is- season. Wait, you got presents? <laughs> I always tell people. Give me the gift of not having to get you a gift. Just get me nothing, and then I won't feel bad when I get you nothing. That's all I ask. Please. I generally, I got Rob a small gift on his birthday, which I haven't seen him in person yet to give him. Uh oh. Yeah. Do you want to damn it. do it now on camera? No, I'll give it to him next time I see him. Is it the in the frame somewhere behind you right now? No. Okay. It's not visible. Is actually, it it's under my bed. bed? It's actually oh. under my bed because I, I like I t- well not specifically that, but any <laughs> junk I have laying around or things, I put them under the bed before the show starts, so we can start the show. And but yeah, it's with that stuff. So and it stays under the bed, or then after the show, you take oh, it back out. I put it back. I put okay. it back where it belongs, but I just don't want to have a cluttered. Uh, well, not even cluttered. I just don't want to have things visible all around. Okay. Because I was going to ask if you've like fucked on top of Rob's gift at some point. No, 
I wouldn't do that. I mean, depending on the gift, that might enhance it. Who knows? I think I mentioned the last time I had sex on the show, and that was uh, probably three weeks ago, maybe. And yeah, the thing was tucked away in a closet then. Okay. But it was still in the room. It was present. Yes. Okay. How does that make you feel, Rob? I'm okay with it. It's still wrapped, right? I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> assuming it's I, not I, like, I, also, I'm assuming it's not like food or anything no, that I have to consume. Were you wrapped, Darren, during this act? Of course. <laughs> Protected? All right, then. And I wasn't, uh, I also did not get any cum droplets on it or anywhere near. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't really bother me. <laughs> oh. It would be dry by the time I got it. Actually, didn't, uh, not the last time I had sex, but that's mm-hmm. a TMI story. I mean, you already started it. You might as you well tell it. the whole thing now. I think it's boring. I don't know. She just did the time no, didn't work out. And we, you know, we realized that it was going on too long and she received her uh, pleasurement and I did not. But that's okay. I'm did okay she feel guilty? It happens. Uh, I wouldn't say guilty. I think she was sort of the, the appropriate amount of uh, apologetic, I guess. Was it her fault? I wouldn't say the word fault either, but she was the one that had to go. Mm. But this was this was known ahead of time, though. Or the right yes, the, we, yeah. we 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 did not reach our targeted. Uh, I'm okay with that because I I don't like a rushed ejaculation. Agree. Totally <laughs> I, I, I I would I'd be like it's fine, you know. Like I would rather I I enjoy the journey just as much as the just destination. <laughs> I was about to say before you said that I. Uh, I'm, I've discussed this on the show openly many times, but I'm sort of wired differently and I'm not really that horny for actual intercourse. Like when it happens in the course of events, I'm, I, I love it, but I'm not like, I'm happy to lay in bed and watch the Sopranos with, you know, with, with, a, with a woman and cuddle. I like romanticism. I like all that kind of stuff. So if sex happens, it's good. If it doesn't happen, I'm okay with it. I don't really experience blue balls, except in like really? in real extreme cases. So in this case, you did not? No. Okay. I mean, I, I completed the festivities myself afterward, but not. Ah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Did she like, that? is there an IOU situation now? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen her since then, but we talk. So talk you right. will see her again and she will close. I'm the assuming deal. so. Okay. I don't. I don't. It's not like owed to me. I don't really. Yeah, uh, there's no expectation yeah, here. A little bit, a little bit. I, but I would suspect it would happen. I see. I know what Sid's getting at, but I don't. I don't look at it even transactional. Ha- like what is your preferred way to finish, Darren? Uh, inside the person, like oh masturbating on them. Like, how do you like to do it? Um, definitely not inside the person because I, f- except when I was married, then it was mm-hmm. right. I, it's different for the straights, of course. Uh, but I'm more <laughs> scared of just uh, impregnation, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do prefer that. Just it, all other concerns being out of this situation, that I do prefer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, gotcha. But the, the, other than that, it's whatever happens organically. Like if you know, so a lot of times the the woman will. Suggest a landing spot, <laughs> and it just happens. Nice. That's Does always hot. Muffler suggests that she call in next week. <laughs> I, she's a very shy person. Maybe uh, we can yeah. have the <laughs> listeners vote on where you should finish next time, and then I'll, <laughs> I'll, let I'll actually, know on the show. I'll actually tell you a secret. I have not disclosed that I do a podcast. To this oh, oh shit. for the best. For the best. I, I I think that's okay. And I don't. I'm not being secretive. I like. I just feel like I don't let 
people into that door and women or even associates of male platonic. I don't tell them that until I know them very yeah. well, because there's yeah. like 15 years of my life. Yes. A lot of which can be taken the wrong way. Uh -huh. There's a lot of besides aside from that, there's a lot of things that I'm not ashamed of at all that I just don't think they need to know yet. Every intimate mm -hmm. detail of my ex marriage. Yeah. 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 You know, they like it's you a can lot. ease into that. Yes. I agree. They have to pass many hurdles before yes. I didn't disclose that. Oh, I do. I do like uh, this person a lot. Nice. So one day maybe she'll call in and we'll tell her. <laughs> I wouldn't be come. against it. But it uh, again, that has to be. I'm very cautious with that stuff. Uh, we have a new listener in the chat who clearly is not familiar with the show <laughs> because uh, one thing he commented is rap battle. This is Wub Frub, and then another yeah, I that was, was in response to. Are you offering a challenge? Throwing down? Oh, the Lorna Shore is pretty dope. Wub Frub says, "Is uh, that true, okay. Rob? Can Who's you confirm?" Lorna? How'd you, know the name of her woman? How'd you know the name of the woman I was dating? <laughs> <laughs> who is, I really don't know who that is. They're just uh, like a newer uh, deathcore band. Oh, okay. So why, okay. what, how's that related to rap battling? Do they rap? Is These like, are two uh, separate non sequiturs uh, oh, okay. that uh, Wub Frub, I feel. <laughs> I thought it was some type of anthrax that. public enemy sort of fusion uh, situation. Wub Frub digs them. He digs Lorna Shore. Okay. Is he in Lorna Shore? Is that possible? Is this just stealth marketing? Mm. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty popular. I don't think they, they yeah, need man. our help. Uh, well, from, where are you from? This reminds me of when we did our Brooklyn College radio show and, and people would just call in requesting like Jay-Z songs. Like, <laughs> are you listening to the, to the show that's now on your device? We don't really play requests. But I don't, I mean, I don't mind you asking, but we're not going to change our, our program. They probably just figured, you know, it's a city college radio station. They pay their taxes, pay our salaries. <laughs> so we should play whatever they ask for. <laughs> Wubby is from uh, Delaware. Calls oh. it paradise. Wait, if the city was paying, why did I have to pay tuition? <laughs> did I get scammed? Uh, yes. Well, they were sub they were subsidizing your tuition, oh. right? It could be more. I see. Uh Kyle asks, did y'all disclose your favorite album of the year already? I don't think we did. I, I'm not sure if uh, you guys have one. I really like, I haven't really been listening to albums mm -hmm. as much this year, honestly. But one that I really liked that came out pretty late is the new album from Health, Rat Wars. They're a great oh, industrial band. I really like them. I don't think I listened to an album that was produced in 2023. Except one, and I will. I like to promote um, like more obscure bands, so I, I, I really love this album. It's called Seventy Two Seasons. <laughs> oh, yeah. a little band called Metallica. No, I don't know. I really don't. I'd have to look. I'm sure I listened to something on the newer side, but I don't remember it right away. Like I'm so out of new music yeah, that I, if I look through my, through my listens, I might say, "Oh yeah, I listened to this, and this was good." So maybe I'll do that for the next show, which is actually the last show of the year. I'll do that. Uh, I'll make a note of that. But I can't. I, I'm so out of touch with new music. It's pathetic. Same. Mm. And Rob doesn't I, have to listen to new music anymore for work. So he's more out of touch than he even used to be. 
Yeah, I feel, it feels very freeing, honestly. I, I, I almost, in a way, I, I feel like I might be missing out on something, certainly. But in another way, I love that it's like, no, I, it will come to me. <laughs> if I if something connects with me, I'll find it, and then I'll 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 organically dive into it. It's been very exciting to organically dig into. You know, this last year for me, I've just been listening to a lot of industrial and EBM, electronic body music. What is that? Kind of, I have not heard of that. It's just that? like the 90, 90s industrial stuff, kind of. I know uh, what a BM is. Yeah. Or like Pet Shop Boys, I think. It's like harder new wave. It's like post new wave, I guess. But like on the electronic side. Okay. You know? Um, and like old old Chicago house. So it's been fun. That's kind of what I've been listening to mostly. And then like uh, there's this really cool radio station out of Williamsburg called oh New New Lot Radio. They like over the air radio or like a- it's a it's a no 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 it's an online radio station. Um, but it's literally just one of those um, shipping containers. <laughs> But uh, they just built a radio station inside one of them. That's uh, so and man. Yeah, it is. And so they do live streams, and they have really, re- like high, and you know they'll have like either like big time name DJs do sets, or like up like, a, a, a fortet is a big one. I think Skrillex did one uh, as oh, well. Wow. Like like guys on that level. Yeah. So it's pretty. Nice. So it's been fun to just put on like a two hour mix from some of these people, uh, and kind of listen to that and just like slowly find music like that is there an organic mexican japanese fusion street cart uh, next door to the <laughs> that has a you know it baby me. you know it that's the rapers in the city Oy, hey. <laughs> why do you say it like that <laughs> a rapist. It's, like a, it's always a, a best a rapist in the city yes well it's <laughs> dance music so probably it's always a bald white guy with glasses serving the uh yeah. too. rob what watch boiler room say? on youtube Bo- boiler room is I'm another one. great panel oh i don't have glasses i have reading glasses so i do oh. i did kind of diss myself there I just meant uh, that that person should not that it's wrong. Yeah, it's inappropriate. It's just like they're appropriating culture. Yeah, that's all. it's true. Um, yeah, and I, I didn't mention this on the show. Oh, we have a little, we have a little listener, a little, little visitor. Sorry, I'm just uh, distracted by Sid's cat. Oh, I thought the baka came up and tickled your foot or something. <laughs> oh no. Cat's been there for like seven minutes. I just, I just, I just saw it. Uh, but uh, no, I went to Madonna last week. I didn't talk about it. But <laughs> see, Colin even noticed it. I see one of your cats. <laughs> <laughs> he so also had to take a leak and came back and just. Uh, I, w- I went to Madonna. I went with our friend Marina. And by the way, by the way, Colin, that's super fan that you know that he has multiple cats, and that's oh, just that's one true. Of them. Yes, great point. <laughs> Uh, no, it was it was very exciting because I had never I don't think I've been to a big time production pop show like this is the biggest artist I've ever seen live. You know, really? uh, Did you see Britney Spears. I thought no, oh. no, I've never seen. Her. I thought when I went to see Britney Spears in Vegas, you said you had seen Britney Spears also. Maybe I'm wrong. no, never. I didn't even know you went to see Britney Spears in I Vegas. Did. You saw that whole review. Yeah, it was good. I even talked about, you know, my I, I'm not I'm not I'm nothing really against Britney Spears, but I, she my ex wife wanted to go, 
and we were married at the time, obviously. And I was like, whatever, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. And I, and I wound up really loving it. It was not, not just liking it. I fucking love it. One of the best shows I've seen. Yeah. I, I feel similarly here in the sense that, you know, it was, it was not cheap. I will say though, I waited until the absolute last minute to get tickets, which would, which would be four hours before doors when StubHub what? pulls all their mobile, uh, transfer tickets. So they were tickets were at the lowest possible price. <laughs> so how much? <laughs> I got, so the tickets were $250 face value and I got them for 135. So I, oh, uh, wow. It's a Hanukkah miracle. Yeah. And honestly, I like the, I told my friend about it and the next day she got tickets like a little cheaper. And an even better section. So like, it's, it's totally like the lottery of how desperate somebody is to yeah. get yeah. rid of their ticket. Sure. I get uh, sports all the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the ticket said doors were at eight 30 and this was at Barclay center. So I assumed, Oh, this is awesome. Barclay. Every show I've gone to at Barclays, 11 PM hard curfew, not for Madonna. Not for Madonna, <laughs> because uh, we get there and 8.30 comes and goes. And first of all, it's like 8.30 and we're there. And there's maybe like, I'm exaggerating, 20 people in the entire arena. <laughs> you know, like there's barely anyone in the arena. And I'm like, did I not get a memo? <laughs> like, what's going on? I thought the show started at 8.30. So I start Googling and many Madonna fans, in like without getting any sort of confirmation, there was an abundance, especially on Twitter, of people being like, yeah, you better you better get nice and comfy because she's not going on until 1030. She's not going on until whatever. And then the, a person came and sat next to us who was a big Madonna fan. He was like this 60-year-old uh, you know, gay guy. And he was like, oh, I've seen all of her shows. Yeah, she, who knows when she'll go on. Uh, the last show, I didn't, I didn't leave until four in the morning. And I'm like, oh, my God. It, it was at this point that I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Like I go to bed at like 10, <laughs> you know? Uh, so eight fifty rolls around and finally a DJ comes on stage and it's actually honey Dijon, who is this trans woman uh, who she did a few tracks on the new Beyonce album. And I've really been getting into her ever since I found out about her through Beyonce and she's this really awesome DJ. And I had serious FOMO because she did like a whole rave set the previous weekend. And I only found out about it after she had performed when like all these gay guys posted about it on Instagram. And I was like, ah, I would have gone to this. But then here she is playing uh, in front of Madonna. So I was very excited that I got to see her. However, for me, it was not the vibe to see a DJ set because I was seated, you know, like I was seated. I was you know, in the, in the bowl. So it wasn't like that rave atmosphere. And also I was starting to get a little impatient. Cause I'm like, where the fuck is Madonna? <laughs> I'm going to want to go to sleep soon. Madonna is still not even in the borough. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> With all that said, like it really goes to show what a great DJ honey Dijon is because I still got so into it. Like even with my, uh, I guess it would be anxiety about like, where is she? Like what, like when is she going to end? When is Madonna? I was still like, you know what? Fuck it. This is like, this is really good music. She's playing and the sound was great. Was it just Madonna like, songs? No, no, it was just, she was doing DJing and then she would do like, she would play a house beat and then put like Whitney Houston, I'm every woman vocals over it. And the whole crowd would start getting into it and singing along, you know, like, and the, and the crowd is 
getting filled up. And oh, the other thing about it is like, okay, she's going to play half an hour, then Madonna's going to go on. Half an hour goes by, she's still playing. 40 minutes goes on. I'm like, when is she going to end? God damn it. Anyway, she did an hour DJ set. And again, I have to emphasize that it is a testament to her that like I wasn't losing my shit because of Mm. how good it was that I was I was still enjoying it while being like, oh my God. It's fucking 9.50. <laughs> like, when is she going to go on? Anyway, 10.45 comes on, and finally Madonna goes on, and I'm like, I'm honestly a little relieved because <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can make it. <laughs> I don't have to go. But also, I realize, like, I would literally be in bed right now, <laughs> you know? And I'm not drinking just because uh, I did have a shot before I left, but I, ultimately, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to get drunk because I had jujitsu the next day. Wait, and I didn't before want you really left play. the concert or before you left your house? Before I left my house. So honestly, by that point, it was gone. <laughs> it has been like three hours. Alone? Well, no, I'm taking a shot, uh, one for the road. Okay. I take a shot. Did I was that like, before. In, wait, is that replacing bong rips in your uh, party schedule? Oh, well, I, I rolled some joints. So I, I when I got out of the train, I uh, smoked a joint on the way to the arena. Obviously, by that point, uh, I'm not stoned by the time the DJ set was over. I'm sober. So I went and I lit, uh, smoked up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did the smoking equivalent of chugging a joint. Like, <laughs> 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 and totally fucking blew up that bathroom. But uh, a testament to all the people at Barclays, including the security in the bathroom, for not giving me there the was slightest ounce the of shit. I think they were waiting to use the bathroom, so they didn't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, they're not. They were waiting to go in behind you and smoke a joint in the bathroom. Yeah, take, yeah that's another good point. Uh, anyway, Madonna finally goes on. All of the eggs, all of that shit. You know, for, I forgot about it. it. It's over. Like she's on. It's the moment. And she starts with nothing really matters. And immediately I, I'm honestly starstruck because I'm like, holy shit, that's Madonna. She's like right here in front of me performing. Uh, this is, you know, uh, I've I've respected her material for, <laughs> you know, most of my life. So it was cool to see her. And it was a really great show. She had a huge stage. It extended Almost three fourths of the way to the other side, she had these uh, platforms, mm-hmm. like these long runways, essentially. So it was actually a very like to your point, Darren, about the Britney Spears show. The one thing that stood out to me more than anything else was this was top of the line, top of top of the line stage production, like live event production, and so indulgent. Uh, just I just kept thinking about, you know, like I could have. Ca- kept thinking about like administrative costs like oh my like she had a grand piano on for two minutes it's like (laughs) my god they have to fucking carry this grand piano all across like there's a truck just for this grand piano you know like all of the like so many dancers so many costumes so many set pieces yes and and i was like oh now i understand why these ticket prices are so high (laughs) you know they gotta pay these fucking production prices and uh, like i said barclays has a 11 p.m hard curfew so she was probably paying insane amount of overtime for the union because she didn't finish until one one fifteen something like that. Mm. That's two. And I think you get charged by the minute. I, I have a feeling because it's Madonna, she might have like pre-negotiated uh, an overtime mm. fee, you know, because she knows she's going to go on late. Mm. But 
Uh, it was really fun. And I was the one thing I was worried or skeptical about is like, is this going to be the first show where I go to where I don't have any live singing, where there's, it's just going to be pantomiming? You know? Oh, I thought you were going to say you thought she might drop dead on the stage. <laughs> well, yeah. well, that was it's also a concern because, because she did have that uh, crazy health scare uh not too long ago where she had to postpone the show and and she had knee pad because i think she fell on her knee or something so she had Whoa. knee pads on i thought she reenacted the sex book with the knee pads. Yeah, definitely they definitely padded the show uh, to have a lot of interludes so she could have some rest breaks <laughs> uh and it's speaking of padded she was in lingerie the entire show oh like how's she looking is she moving around good i have to say with everything I just said, she did a great job. She was engaged. She was dancing. There was so one like or two songs on a curve for like an old lady, or just if you just never knew who this artist was, this is an energetic performance. Uh, I would say grading on a curve for a woman who just had a a, a death scare. <laughs> you know, uh, it was very impressive. I'm it was still really good. Just like, like, look, uh, there there were breaks. There was a few songs where you could tell she was a little out of breath, but. She was really running around. And also, they had so many dancers that it was like smoke and mirrors of, you know, they're doing all the movement around her. You know, yeah. like she yeah. did. She didn't do that much movement, but it was very engaging. And you mentioned uh, Madonna singing, like actually singing. Uh, I want to yes. also go back to Britney Spears. All lip sync from beginning to oh, end. I, I mean, I sometimes, sometimes she sang over it, uh, but it was all with right. track. With a and it, didn't, track, it yeah. didn't really bother me because I'm like, this is because it was such a good production. Like it, the show was more important. It was like, you know, watching a movie almost. I absolutely agree with, with your take. That's exactly it. Uh, same with Madonna. There were so, most of the songs she sang live. A lot of the songs had backing tracks, except, especially the more pop, poppy yeah. kind of newer stuff. Because there's no way she was hitting some of that stuff, but she sang live, and, and I get, that that's more than I expected, honestly. So it, it was good. It was it was great, and she did all the songs I wanted to hear. Uh, it was so the the show was kind of uh, put together like a Vegas review. It was her celebration tour. She was celebrating 40 years of her career. So it started with stuff off of her first album. There's all this footage of New York in the eighties, which I was all about, you know, they show like Basquiat and like the art scene and the trains. And then like, they recreate a, uh, a club. So uh, the, the whole reason I want to tell the story is there, there was a live cast adjacent moment where I was losing my shit. Oh, uh, oh literal shit! Is that why it's alive? No, I wasn't. I was not. Rob, if you're about no, no, to no, say no. Douglas Levison came out to what? introduce her, no, 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 no. Shlomo, like <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Madonna. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> she would go on the, like there would be certain moments where she would talk to the crowd, and I have to say her mic work is a little rambly. <laughs> and uh, oh, did she and, start doing some Kabbalah shit? Uh, no, she did have this one little uh, virtue signal moment of like where she mentioned the Middle East, but did not take any quite any stance. She was like, oh, with everything going on in the Middle East, we're so lucky to be here. That that madness. Very sad. But, you know, you have to say clearly uh, it, it could have been read anyway. That, yeah, that, mean, that's, that was the brilliant, brilliance of it. Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. Madonna. 
And then there was a point where she put on a, a, a pride flag and then the gra- the screen said, no fear. <laughs> it was just like, what, uh, what are you, what like are you protesting? Brand? Yeah. Very, <laughs> very bold stance by Madonna to, to be, the, uh, who would have expected oh, Madonna to have a pride flag? Very yeah. early in the in the set, uh, there was a, a a song about like AIDS or something, and all these screens popped up, and it's all of her friends who died of AIDS. And I'm just oh like, my god! What the fuck is this? And all, and then Bob the drag queen, uh, who Sid knows, a, a famous not personally, but I mean, I'm aware uh, of. Uh, aware of, uh, who was like the MC of the show, was dressed as this like sad French clown and dancing around while these. The these it was so absurd. It was so indulgent. I, in a way, like I loved it because it was so stupid. Jerry Lewis came out. <laughs> yeah, yes, wow. exactly. Flag, exactly. Real lady. It, it was so ridiculous. It was so there was so much of it that was. There was one song where she was being like heartwarming and reflective, and it's like, and then it's a. <laughs> it was a slideshow on the screen of all the guys she's fucked in her life, like Sean Penn, Rodman. Well, that's Bastiat, why the show lasted. Chris Rock, etc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Play a fucking song. No, we have 37 guys. <laughs> Chris Rock, did you say? Yes. Donna? Yeah. I did not know this. He was on the he was on the slideshow. Are you sure it's like she didn't run out and start putting down guys she wanted to fuck? Like No, I mean everybody wait, else was guys yeah. that you knew that she had a relationship Are with. you sure this was a slideshow of guys she's fucked and not just upcoming performances at Barclay Center? <laughs> 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 I do that sometimes during shows. Lord, December seventeenth. <laughs> yeah. Let me Wait, see. Let that's me when start. Madonna's gonna fuck Lord. <laughs> she would, I'm sure. Sure. By the way, before we we move on from this discussion, we got to get a quick Madonna Raba. Madonna Raba. Madonna Raba. <laughs> there we go. All right. I think they should the next upcoming tour suggestion, Madonna. If you're listening to the live cast, uh, show a film of the men remaining that you haven't fought. Yeah, that's a shorter film. <laughs> and you was Joe can- Biden on the slideshow? Is that oh. a hookup she's had? Oh. I mean, would you Break be that him. surprised, Darren? The eighties were oh. a crazy. Time. Oh, I, I, I could see, I could see Hunter Biden. Yeah, sure. She wouldn't stoop to that. Come on. <laughs> so this this was like the this is the dead live show. It looks yeah. like Easy E. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I would think she'd be against Easy E being like a misogynist and all that. Yeah, she I didn't was know they allegedly were friends with him. Well, eventually it's like all in, you know, it's like, a, and she's floating in this, oh, no. in this shark tank. She's waving <laughs> to the with penalty box. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I want to, so here's the balloon. Yeah. Here's the, here's the cloud, the sad cloud. Do you yeah. see on the bottom? Yeah. Oh, she's, she's in the war the games runway. cage waiting to be let out to go to the ring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes Mulford with a good one. Rob, you should have asked which wrestlers she would fuck. <laughs> I'd like to know that. I would. I would like to know which wrestler she did fuck. Yeah, I'm sure there are some in that list. Here, here. Oh, I didn't even notice the cloud had a red balloon. Look, oh, do you see the red? Oh my god, I did not notice. That. Look at this, this sad cloud. I'm sorry. I, I'm a fan of Madonna. It's Absolutely, crazy. it was. It, I was like, what the hell is this? So, uh, I'll go back. I want to find the slideshow of the guys that she she boned. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what was she saying or singing during the guys I fucked slideshow? It was a song about like love, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, hold on, narrows it down. 
Was Dennis Rodman <laughs> on there? <laughs> Dennis Rodman was on there, yeah. Jose Canseco? Uh, probably. She sang Short Dick Man from the, <laughs> the 90s hit. Oh, <laughs> was Rosie O'Donnell on there? <laughs> uh, Rosie was not on there. Oh, this was actually the night that I went. Who I think Rosie O'Donnell just became a subject of those rumors because she was like the only person people knew was a lesbian, and they wanted mm. to connect Madonna to somebody. Sandra Bernhardt, I guess. Also, there were some. Well, she actually fucked Sandra Bernhardt. I thought. See, I don't. It could be both. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't that how Sandra Bernhardt became like nationally famous. She was just a stand-up, and then Madonna fucked her. I thought. Well, she was in she King was on before all she that. She was on Roseanne after all of that shit. Though. Yeah. She used to be on Howard Stern as a nobody, really. And then, and then I thought she hooked up with Madonna, but I could. It was a long time ago. I might be remembering wrong. The relation, the right. friendship with Madonna, definitely boosted her notoriety for sure. She was on uh, Roseanne way after that. Yeah, Roseanne was what, like mid-90s when she was on there? And the Madonna stuff was late 80s, early 90s? Mm-hmm. All right, Rob. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to find the specific moment. I, I moved it uh, out of the. So here's her. This is this is the part I wanted to talk about on the show that like reminded me of the live cast. So here she is taking a break, bantering with the crowd. Your life on. When you leave here tonight, remember what I said. Remember what I said. Our hearts might be broken, but our spirits are not broken. Okay. And that is how we're going to survive. A lot of like, all right, let's go. So did I miss it? Hmm. Is she, she's left-handed? Oh, no. <laughs> I missed it. But anyway, she goes, she goes like, you know, you know what? The, uh, you know, this is New York, baby. And you know what they say? Uh, if you can't handle the heat, what do they say? If you can't handle the heat, and then everyone around me goes, get the fuck out. (laughs) 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 There there was one woman in particular that said it's so New York. Get the fuck out. Move the fuck out. (laughs) And And she dedicated that to the migrants, right? (laughs) (laughs) It was a very right wing take from Madonna. Do not come. <laughs> and the Madonna goes, no, stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> it, yeah, the woman sounded like the clowns and costumes lady. Yeah, I had that to double was check. It? I had to double check. She looked like her a little bit. Like <laughs> but I, clowns and costumes. Yeah, get the I mean, literally out. on the stage, there was a clown yes. in a costume. Yes. Yes. At best, You're right. at this point. Could be some other costume she's in nowadays. <laughs> Fucking crib keeper. Oh, here's the very completely empty virtue signaling no fear part. Oh. Is this from your concert? It's like generic footage. Yeah, this was my night. This was the okay. night that I went. But it's the same performance. This is actually also my POV, although I was a little lower. Oh, I have to stick that in. David Bowie? He didn't die of AIDS. No, this is a different. That's already this oh. is later. <laughs> different month, different sappy montage. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that a Gaza flag? No, that's Where? the pride flag. Uh, I only see on. red and green on it. 
Trust me. <laughs> okay. All right. Turn around, Madonna. What kind of show person? She's gonna. Oh. Now it's gonna get very like, you know, like power. You know, power. Like what? What? No fear. Like of what? Like like what are you? What are you saying? No fear of being called cringe by Gen Z on the internet. <laughs> oh, oh, and this is where she made a mistake. She came in early. Did you hear that? No, She's no. doing Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, and she oh, came no. in one bar too soon. A song that has nothing to do with what she's talking about. Exactly. And isn't even a Madonna original. Like, yeah. nobody showed up to this hoping for Evita songs, I don't think. Well, she did just did her whole career. That's, this was only, like, she only did, like, a minute of it. Did she do here, this here used to be my playground? Hold on, here she's gonna come in too early. Oh. <laughs> That's why she probably shot a look at the fucking Keep up with me. Yeah, it's not her fault. Alright, now I wanna Oh nudity. Uh, 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 More nudity, Rob. Come on. Let's now. cut away. <laughs> there was there was a little bit of titty. Uh but hold on. I want to. I want to get to the the boys. What? Oh, this the, the guys. The that guys. Yeah. I might. Have, I might have missed it. Oh well. Is this just the, your entire set is on YouTube? Someone taped the entire show. Yeah, this, this video in particular. That's some good fucking battery life on that phone. Jeez. Props yeah. to that guy. Yeah. Did she ever stare at the guy like David Drainman? Uh, <laughs> put a light in his face. <laughs> no, she was like, at this distance, it's probably okay. If you're already closer, though, I'd have to. Yeah. Can't let the press see that angle of me. Yeah, exactly. Shoot it from Mars. Then it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk, right? His spaceship out there. That's the best. That's her good side. Was Elon Musk on the montage of guys she's fucked? Hmm. Uh, not visible. <laughs> Any Epstein Island picks? <laughs> Madonna? Was she? Is she one of Epstein's uh, people? I, I don't know. That was not an accusation. I was just asking. Yeah. Speculating. Well, there was that there is that list that apparently is gonna be unsealed pretty soon of like 150 right. people. With by the way, there was a little blurb on that story that says they're releasing 150 people. Three names will be redacted. Right. If and you're releasing this, why are you just not really? First of all, if you're going to do that, why say that? Just to yeah. create more controversy. Because I guess really? if it's just like a printed out list, you're going to see some things blacked out. So we figure it out anyway. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. You just release it with 147 names. No one would ever be the wiser. You know? Are the redacted ones like former presidents? Is that why? I, or? Nobody knows. It's I redacted. Wonder. But I, I mean, I would have to be someone who has the ability to go take my fucking name off of that list. Is it Fra Frankie Muniz, maybe? Oh. Rage at the time. So you, th you think he has that kind of pull? When in the prime of Malcolm in the Middle, he damn sure did. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. He's a superstar. Andrew WK, no. <laughs> Would he call it to the show to defend himself? Oh man, please. He did once for something else. Yeah. I had a slightly Madonna adjacent story. Uh, Go for it. When I was like 17. So like really the height, it was right before her sex book. It was like probably 1991, I guess, if my math is correct. And I was, I had a sort of a friend zone situation with this girl. And it was when I was broken up with uh, my first girlfriend. 
and I used to hang out with her every single day. This girl, I was, she was one year older than me. She was 18. I was in love with her. And I, my life, I've not, I've fiercely avoided like friend zone, third wheel situations, mm -hmm. but I just fell in love with this girl and she, she was purely platonic and I would just hang out with her every day. Her, her boyfriend, I caught him like he slapped her once right in front of me. And I, I said, get, go, go to the train. And I like, I pushed him up against the wall and I fucking slapped her white knight shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and she just never, never slept with me. Like we became really good friends. And then she, well, we split our separate ways and, you know, and I went to mm -hmm. college never talked to her again, really. And I was dejected. Like I really wanted to marry this, you know what I mean? Like, and, mm -hmm. and then I went back to my ex-girlfriend and then I forgot about it. Uh, but she used to dress like exactly like Madonna. She was obsessed with Madonna. She, I mean, like to the, to a T, like every day she had a Madonna outfit on. And I was like, wow. I, you know, and it just worked for her. Like she was uh -huh. just beautiful. I uh, reconnected with her like in my thirties, like it was probably two or three years before I met my ex-wife and finally hooked up with her. Like, oh, I, re I was released from the friend zone 20 years later. Almost. Was it everything you hoped it would be, or was it like no. whatever? <laughs> it yeah. And she didn't dress like Madonna. <laughs> I don't just, hope. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> and she, you said she got breast implants, which you wouldn't uh, like. Did she need them, or <laughs> no? This? But she, she didn't need them in size wise. But she had a, a baby, and she mm. felt like she needed it to Tighten be it lifted. But also, she got implant. Like it wasn't just tight. Was the baby in the room when you hooked up with her? No, of course not. Come on. <laughs> You put it in the never. closet like Rob's I mean, If that ever happened, I would under to, the bed. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we were fucking. There was no baby. No, 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 no. I would, I would never stand for that. If a woman tried to do that, I would not just say no. I would leave. I would. That's disgusting. That's showing me what that you're if, a horrible person. If the woman hid the baby, you didn't know the baby was there. Ooh, well, okay, that's bath. how could I control that? Bathroom comes out and's like, look what just happened. Uh. You're a dad, Darren. Oh, no. I don't think that's how it works. I think I'd be hip to the plan. Damn it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here... I found the Are interlude. you finished with Sorry your story, to... Darren? Yeah, that was a, just a little accurate. Sorry. I don't think... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I basically almost fucked Madonna. No. Well, that's great. I, honestly, though... I could have been I, on I'm, that wall. I'm, I'm very happy for you that you, you got this this friend zone fuck i think yeah. after all these years that's big hang in there guys 18 to 20 years <laughs> maybe the 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 secret is take a step back yeah before you can take two steps forward right <laughs> uh so here's the part. Able, she should do lengthen the show even more and put people who fucked people who used to dress like madonna that would be <laughs> the, next, the next montage <laughs> so here it is Hey Rod, she didn't fuck Michael Jackson. Did what? Are, what? Yeah. What is? The, what does this montage mean now? This is people she fucked again. Yeah, that's the no. people she fucked. She's all in this video well, though. People well, she fucked. Those... People she was linked to in the press. I see. Like Tupac? Did she fuck Tupac? I didn't know that. One. There were rumors, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Chris Rock, I didn't remember. Yeah, this Warren is the Katie father of her son. Yeah, the whatever that guy's name is elvis yeah <laughs> i don't know a rod basquiat prince yeah definitely you know, sean penn or, no Wait, there's possible. multiple pictures of oh, warren okay. Beatty. oh for some reason oh vanilla ice was in there oh yeah, yeah well he was in, in the, the book, book. Oh. yeah 
Yeah. yeah. Clean her out. Yeah, so this was during one of the transitions. Wait, was Guy Ritchie on that list? Hold I didn't on. even he see was. Guy he was. He was. He oh, was. Very so fast. Did she fuck Cher? <laughs> no. And this, and the slideshow is over at this point. Oh, okay. This see, there's hard Guy to follow, Madonna. Come on. Is that Bill Maher oh, on the left? That's Guy Ritchie. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, there he is. Fucking Madonna was a real chore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Billy Zane she fucked? Wow. What? Is that that's not Billy Zane? Who is that? With the, I don't know, the but I don't think it's Billy Zane. I think it looks oh, like him. It is. I don't think that that doesn't look anything. Okay, that's Boy, that sucked. <laughs> what I mean, where do they have time to fit songs in here? Well, like I said, there's a lot of interludes, yeah. uh, so she can get a breath or two. Taking hits from the Also, most of, most of the songs she's she only played like a minute and a half of, you know, like oh. the first verse and the chorus, and then it would transition into another song. That's enough. Next, next one. Ah, you know, honestly, I was okay with it. I, I never had a moment to get tired. And like, I have been listening to a lot of Madonna since the show. <laughs> and a lot of the songs are repetitive pop songs. You know, it's just the hook over and over again, 20 times. So I can understand in a live setting when you want to keep it moving, you just cut that stuff out. Now, Give us a list of your top three most overrated Madonna songs in your re-listening. I could say. Uh, well, the ones I know that I didn't include on my thing would be Material Girl, Like a Virgin. Uh, and oh, I Like know. a Virgin is a great song. It's a great, it's a great song, but I don't need to, I don't need to hear it. Uh, my, my three favorite Madonna songs right now are Human Nature uh hung up That's and uh uh what's the third let me see what's on my play. hold on let me i specifically you gotta be express yourself come on man it's a classic i do like express yourself is on there uh, by the way my playlist name is madonna rava <laughs> <laughs> i can do without the rap part in the in express yourself that oh uh, uh i uh, i love yeah. express yourself yeah. So okay. So my, the first. Oh, everybody. Everybody is the song that that, everybody, that is. Everybody, my, everybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> everybody, come on and dance and sing. I don't everybody. love that. Oh, it's been stuck in my head the entire time since the show. Can and I give just the. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. My overrated Madonna song. True Blue. Terrible song. Hate that. Song. Yes. Yeah. I don't like it. Cherish. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the hook and chair? I used to remind me of your love and justify my love, which is just her talking, and it's an excuse to like have her naked in a video. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I, I like that. It's that just and erotica are like a good. Yeah, it's an erotica is more of a song. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I hung up is really good. I, I want to listen to that. I've been listening to that confessions on a dance floor where she just did a disco album is hung up. The one with no beautiful strangers. The one with Mike Myers in it, right? Yeah. It's that's like yeah. Hung up is the one with the ABBA sample that she had to like beg them to clear. Oh, hey, Michael really? Myers. Does she get stabbed? Yeah. At the end? <laughs> with that dick. Yeah. Ow! Yeah. He was, but- not, on, he was not on that slideshow. Oh, falling out? Yeah, not, I'm not surprised. Somehow. Did he fall falling out literally? Like he didn't fit? <laughs> hot dog in a hole? Oh. <laughs> she gets it timed up, I'm sure. 
<laughs> maybe not when maybe but maybe not when Michael Myers was around. That was that was like, you know, she was feminist. Like you have to accept my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what her health scare was? Was it a botched vaginal tightening surgery? Her, her vagina fell out. Was- yeah, to reinstall it. <laughs> Dennis Rodman's cock fell out of her. They had oh, no. it there the that. whole time. <laughs> oh, Dusty Rhodes Muffler says he didn't see any of the Beastie Boys in that oh. memorial. Did she fuck all three mm-hmm. of them? I mean, they toured well, they, together. I don't know that she yeah. fucked any of them, but they did definitely get, toured uh, together in like the mid eighties. Did she get Adam Yach before he passed away? <laughs> That's some of that yauch cock. He seems like the least likely one to fuck. Me. Yeah. Uh, actually, now that no, no, Mike, I think he's Mike the most he likely. Is the least likely one. Who? Mike I, Adam Yauch, yeah. least likely. I think probably Adam Yauch. Uh, I'm sorry, MCA would be the one. I think right. Yeah, that, uh, yeah he's Yauch. the one that's fucked the most celebs that we know of. Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, he he was with Ioni Sky. He's with Kathleen Hanna oh, now. Rock. He said MCA. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I meant Ad-Rock. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, I, I got a little confused. Yeah, I, I confused am. Ad-Rock and Adam Yauch for a second. Well, was Ioni Sky really a celebrity? I mean, for just like for being minutes, married to Ad-Rock. Th- and then, like, yeah. But it's more famous than Ed, the hookups of the other two that I am aware of. But Him and Kathleen Hanna are adorable. They they did uh, fucking like 60 Minutes or some old old man CBS show. And I just I, there was a clip great. on YouTube of it. And they were so adorable. Wasn't Ad Rock married also to the involved with the the like the stuck up woman from uh, Twister? Remember what's her name? Uh, Jamie Gertz. Was he? I think so. Am I wrong? I never heard that before. That would be hilarious if that's true. I thought that was true. Oh, I don't know. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Wow, did Ad Rock date Molly Ringwald? Yes, he did. Oh. Wasn't that when they were both kids, like both child stars, like when they were like probably. So he I mean, he was already of legal age. Also I know a writer, yeah. it looks like. I don't mean That's literal. not a surprise at all. She's been with every musician. Bless her heart. She has good taste though. For the most part. Uh who's Winona Ryder with now? She's. I think she's also with a musician now. Madonna. Oh my God. She on that, she on that video wall. <laughs> look at it, look at them. They look like a little baby. Let me show you this photo of Ad Rock and uh, Winona Ryder. Little babies. Oh. She looks like she just finished blowing him, and she's wiping her lip. No. I mean, right? That's like the every drag queen does that exact gesture to mimic finishing a blowjob. She's well, doing that right true. there. She's got a mouthful. Could be. Which, God bless her. How about the... L-O-M-O-C-H-O-I-N-E. I don't think so. I think he's out of her league. Oh, Winona Ryder is now with a fashion designer, so she's no longer... Fucking musician at the moment. Sad. That sucks. Dusty Rhodes Buffer says the guy from Counting Crows. Now, does he mean Winona Ryder fucked that guy or Madonna? (laughs) Or Ad Rock. Or Ad Rock. (laughs) That guy fucked everybody. (laughs) Notorious pussy hound. Yeah. Vagina. 
Um, let's, uh, so there was a big news story a few weeks ago that I wanted to get to. All the stuff uh, in Israel? Uh, no, I want something a little a little lighter. I oh, feel like okay, uh, you can good. you can get your Israel stuff at different podcasts. We're trying to try which one specifically light. do you want to promote? <laughs> So I want to show this video of, uh, let me see, let me get this going. Here we go. Is it just more Madonna? No, no. We're now moving on to a news story, important news story. Called on camera, airplane chaos. New video shows the moment an unruly passenger. Oh, no. Into the Philadelphia <laughs> in the middle of the aisle. Look at this huh? video. Investigators say she also shouted multiple expletives and threatened to kill another passenger. What? Patrick Perez breaks down what happened. But it can be stressful, especially on a holiday week. But what passengers <laughs> aboard this flight witnessed is something that they're never going to forget. Yeah. Neither were the young children who saw and heard it all. I do whatever I want to do for this. Idea. This Frontier Airlines passenger aboard a flight Monday from no, Orlando. Hold on. Why is it blurred out now when two seconds ago they were not blurring her face? Were, were they? No, they were yeah, trying they the whole time. Really Maybe. I have a theory. I'm not joking. Oh, I, think oh, I because, see. Because she's the original video was silent and now she's with sound and you could probably make out what she's saying mm. if you saw her lips. Okay. From Orlando to Philadelphia sent shockwaves through the cabin, not just with her words. But also with her actions. I believe she wanted to use the bathroom. Are you serious? Like, that was like the, the somebody like the audience reacting to Saved by the Bell kiss right there. <laughs> But wait, did she actually did she just drop her pants but not do anything? Or did she actually well, squeeze one out? Let's find out. I feel like that would be the headline. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. Red Miller was one of dozens of passengers who watched this, this woman time expose to shine. herself and yell expletives at others. I don't give a f no f you. The only thing that I got to go was a medical emergency on a plane and um this this completely took the cake julie hartman says the woman's unruly behavior started before the flight even took off the lady that showed pants down blurred. wasn't happy that she was asked to sit in her own seat she had apparently sat in someone else's seat but it escalated as the plane was landing before the pilot could even park at the gate. Oh, this was in the Passengers air? Passengers say the woman wanted to get off the plane first. When that didn't work, she asked to use the bathroom, but the Pause flight it, attendant please. did not allow her to. If this woman is asking to get off the plane first, just let her get off the fucking plane first. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everybody's okay with it. Yeah, what are you doing? Why are you going to make her sit in the plane another 20 minutes? Harass people? She might take a dump in the middle of the fucking yeah, Seriously. Floor. Too. And decision. soon enough, other passengers chimed in. Oh my god. The flight attendant just stood there. Mentally. Um, kind of just with her arm blocking to get to the cockpit area mm. and just watch this whole thing happen. Eventually, the woman was seen getting off the plane 
and walking freely outside the terminal. Walking, what's supposed to do? You arrest her? How dare she? Security guards, no police officers, which tells me that nothing was done. They're well, what are they supposed to do? I just couldn't believe just being what I would loud. And Lauren says she reached out to Frontier <laughs> Airlines after witnessing all of this. Go now down. I have a, said, a first person uh, video that's oh, no. not blurred if we want to watch it. Okay. Let's see. Oh, I heard that woman was on Madonna's video wall. <laughs> wow, Madonna really gets around. The golden shower section. Yeah. <laughs> Deleted from the sex book. <laughs> Wait, are we sure this woman wasn't Madonna? Maybe this is why she was late to the concert. Way too zoftig to be Madonna. Now. I'm ready to be on Oh, let's see this ass. Let's, yeah, let's rate the ass. Oh, blurred. I don't give a fuck. No, fuck you. Fuck you. I gotta go pee. This poor guy right there. Was the bathroom occupied or why? I assume so. This is a great question. But no, like, no, no. if the bathroom's occupied, then who is she mad at? Like, that just is what it. Like, they're I'm not very... yanking the person out to let her go pee. That's the. Yeah, I have <laughs> a question. Very confusing. Yes. Okay, so this is something you might see on YouTube Shorts or whatever. Like, you know, just exploited. If she... why is this on like Fox Thirty Five? Why is this new? Right. That makes no fucking sense to me that you have to have an anchor sit there and go today on an airplane, a very serious situation as a woman. But this is like, there's so much shit happening in the world. Just this yeah. mentally ill woman behaving badly on a plane is like the centerpiece of your 30 minute newscast. Like that irks the shit out of me. Like not, not defending what this woman did pulling her ass out on a plane, but like, I absolutely agree with you. She's just a mentally ill woman having a hard time. Like leave it. Cause like, alone. yeah. Was anyone injured? Like, no. did the plane have to like do an emergency landing? Of course not. Like, I feel the same way when they show, uh, to your point, Darren, of like you know petty crimes. Like, oh, yeah. this this person robbed a Walgreens of like eighty bucks. It's like, why does his face need to be plastered over the yeah. entire city's newscast over this tiny like and all, like yeah, clearly this person is you know in trouble and he needs help right. and it's just shaming them you know yeah. sure ratings they have, they have so this, gross and they have these reaction shots of like the the people uh giving the interviews who are on the plane as if they're talking about the unabomber like you know what the <laughs> fuck? yeah this is the woman that snapped i mean and it's not a good moment for her it's embarrassing i don't support what she did but like give her a fucking break like it's over like get over it yeah but it, but either way, it's it's good that we showed the video. Oh, it's hilarious! But this is like to me, this is the context for it. This yeah. is this is live cast content. This is not Fox News attempt content. Okay? Right? This is a funny show where funny we show funny shit that happened. Yeah, like a funny event that happened. We're not saying like this woman's a fucking criminal or like look at this horrific scene on an airplane. You know? <laughs> It's a funny yeah. video. She behaved in a funny way. I honestly perfectly fine with she didn't people actually, laughing at it. Yeah, I'm disappointed she didn't actually pee on the floor. Yeah, like so really, she barely did anything. Like, who really? So when she pulled down the pants, like how many people actually got a view of what? Like it was like half a second. I mean, that ass though was kind of like <laughs> I don't know how you could miss that. That was 
if you're listening on audio, I mean, that thing is, it takes as a big ass. The woman was the Rikishi ass. Yeah, she might have been attractive like 30 years ago. I'm not gonna lie, like she's old past her prime for sure. But she had Yolanda Saldivar energy. I she looks better than Madonna today. Well, all natural. Yeah. If I had a choice between those two, yeah, physically. I feel like Madonna, Madonna dropped her pants knows. at any point and pee on the stage. She's in cotton. She wearing probably, pants. So. She was just wearing. <laughs> yeah. No diapers. True. Probably. See, you can't answer that question about Madonna because she never wears pants. <laughs> exactly. But on the plane coming here, she yeah. pulled something very similar. She just sits on a private jet, so there's not like random people mm-hmm. filming her. She gets to she have had- her tantrums in private. She has a room on the upper deck of her plane where she she pulls her pants down. Like, it's only no pants. <laughs> and they're allowed. If you wear pants, you get kicked out. <laughs> and if you if you play your cards right, you end up on her video wall afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see that woman dropping her pants on that Madonna video wall. <laughs> uh, Dusty Rose Muffler asks if uh, I fucked this Titi. I did not. <laughs> Meaning, uh, it's a Spanish word for auntie. <laughs> oh, I thought he was quoting our old, uh, our that's old uh, drops. Baby? Yeah, that's my titties, baby. That's my, no, yeah, maybe. I, I assume up, he, he called her a titi because she's an elderly no, you're, Puerto, Puerto I, I, you're probably right. You're you're more likely right than I am. <laughs> she's definitely a titi. <laughs> my titi Gloria or something. You know, it's like our, when we would say our tanta Helen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Jewish culture. Uh, before we wind down, I want to talk about. I want to. I want Darren to reenact this latest Dave Mustaine quote. Oh no, I'm scared. Oh, what's that picture of him? By the way, can you pop that on the screen while I do this? So this, I guess. So this was a uh, Zoom interview, and I guess this was his his camera angle, and, oh. and he's doing that thing where like the background is out of focus. Yeah, it's not pleasant. But that's, I mean, the, the the rest of it should be out of focus. So I don't have to look. Is at there it. was something, uh, someone on the Discord said like, oh, he's starting to look like somebody else. Uh, do you remember what it was, guys? Uh, it, it was a very oh. astute comparison. <laughs> he looks a little bit like a poorly aged Brian Cranston there. Oh, like, oh poor like Brian Cranston. Like an ugly cousin of Brian Cranston. <laughs> well, you can you can be an attractive person and an mm-hmm. ugly person can look like you and it's just a little yeah. off and it throws the whole thing. Yeah. It's just his face is like 80% lips. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really everything else is just sort of fading to the background. It's just yeah. these like big floppity lips. And gigantic bifocal Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> He's wearing my glasses. How dare he? I don't that's not true. You don't look like that. But his I glasses look that. like mine. That maybe it just glasses. fits your face better. Different face okay. shape, yeah. I would hope so. Your your glasses look normal to me. Uh, okay. Uh, in a new interview with the SDR show, Dave Mustaine was asked how many Megadeth albums he thinks he has left in him. He responded, he was talking about that the other day. If it takes two years between an album, let's just say it does. If I'm able to put them out fast, it'll probably be three years but let's just say two years. This is a wholly unnecessary day. Get to the fucking answer, please. And I put an album out. We've still got a year left on this one, at least. So that'll take us into 25. We've got all kinds of anniversary tours that we're planning now. 
Rust in Peace is going to be 25 years old, I think, or 30 years old next year. All kinds of shit like that. What a great promotion. I'm sure that Come the, see us celebrate all kinds of shit. <laughs> the record the thing is, I, love that. I'm pretty sure it's 30 years, right? Because it's 94 it came out? Oh, no, and Rust in Peace is 91. Oh, 91. <laughs> on, on, on their tour, it's going to be a video wall of women that Dave told to plug their vaginas. So, <laughs> way, so the 30 the thirty years already passed. I'm just saying, I remember they did maybe like the 20-year anniversary of Rust in Peace, and I went because that's, at the time, that was my favorite Metal- uh, Megadeth album. No, no. Uh, it was also my favorite oh, Metallica what album. What did at you the just time. say? <laughs> and I remember I was so... So disappointed at how unable he was to hit virtually any note. So ten years so later, I can only wait, singing yeah. or playing the guitar? Singing, 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 specifically singing. I can't imagine how much. Well, I think by now they've tuned it down. They, they, they're trying to accommodate his voice, but ugh, brutal. I said, I think the video wall is going to be stills from David Ellison's jerk off video. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then, if we get ready to go into the studio, let's just say it takes a year to do that. That's 26, another two years, that's 27, 28. Then we go back into the studio, we do two more records, I'll be 70 by the time 31 comes around now. This is like a PowerPoint. The guy just asked him a fucking simple throwaway question. The He's still not done. The 62-year-old musician continued. Now, do I think I'll be able to continue making music because of the advancement of modern medicine right now? Stuff like med beds, apparently referencing the conspiracy theory that secret beds exist that can miraculously heal humans and extend life. What? Is that a thing (laughs) you guys have heard of? That's an aside that the writer put in this article. I've never heard of this. And all of the crazy new developments they've made for people with different chronic illnesses me with chronic pain and with the cancer it's in remission i don't act like poor me because it's not poor me man i won i fucking won i beat cancer and i'm gonna keep I, this is all in the article yeah like who even <laughs> not i'm not editorializing at all yeah and i'm gonna keep fighting to keep it outside the door say i do three this is all about the guy asked him how many more albums you make by the way <laughs> so to remind everybody <laughs> Uh, he's like doing the math in real time as we say i yeah say i do three records say i do three records and that's nine years it's gonna be a while from now and i'm realistically thinking what kind of shape am i gonna be in in my 70s and i'm gonna tell you i feel really good right now i'm still rolling still training still doing my cardio and eating well hardly drinking at all just taking really good care of myself so i think Unless something really wrong happens, I see myself living until I'm in my 80s or my 90s, if I'm lucky. I was just going to say, I got to reread one little part of that with the riff. Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Do it. it? Do you want me to put it back up? I got it on my screen here. Oh, yeah. Say I do three records, and that's nine years. It's going to be a while from now, realistically thinking. What kind of shape am I going to be in my 70s? And I got to tell you, I feel really good. I'm still rolling, still training, doing my cardio. Eating well, hardly drinking at all. And just taking really good care of myself. So 
I think until something really wrong happens <laughs> to my 80s and my 90s if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to clip that part so I can get a little bit <laughs> on it. Oh that was so good. That was great. <laughs> so a sequel to Sweat, you should do Sweating Bullets too, like Metallica does, but Done Forgiven. And just like, well, me now, I'm 80 years old. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now I've got osteoarthritis. Sweating because he's going through menopause. (laughs) Someday you too will know the high level estrogen thing that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dave. All right. So that means we got like another 30 years of making fun of him. Darren, I hope your vocal cords can handle that. That's a long time. Well, let's see. If I use my vocal cords for three years at a time, <laughs> by 26, I'm going to be... I <laughs> just asked me a simple question about my vocal cords. I roll out a fucking PowerPoint about uh, 19, <laughs> 2031. How old will I be? Let's see. In 2034, I'll be 70 years old. 60. Oh, man, that makes me really sad. My birthday's uh, 10 days away now. Oh, nine days away. And I feel like the, when one more decade passes, I'll be 60 years old. God damn. That's frightening. Age is just a number, Darren. You no, know, well, it's a, it's a, well, Rob, you're an extremely positive person, and you're extremely mm-hmm. good at also another good quality you have is that things roll off your back easily like negative things they happen to you just like anybody but you sort of incorporate them into life and you find solutions and that's a good quality i think i'm much i better cope i'm much better at that at my age than i was 20 years ago but i still sometimes it's an internal struggle I yeah I'm no i'm looking i I, I, I mean, it's easier for me to say that the dude, like I, I'm right there. You know, I just turned forty, right. and I, I, I sort of had that, but then I was just like, no, like, like I'm the happiest I've been in my life. <laughs> you well, know, well, like getting so- somewhere with that. I was gonna say, oh, yeah. All right. first, the first thing I was gonna say is that uh, Rob, you're actually an inspiration to me since having uh, known you. For, oh, well, known you for a long time, but more over the last ten years, as I've seen you grow as a person, I feel like you've taught me to be more accepting of negative things in life and, and give, have a positive outlook about them. So I thank you for that. But also I, I have still have a devil and an angel on my shoulder and there's a lot of time. Yeah, well, we're I, Jewish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, Oh God, this fucking sucks. Or like I just said, I'm going to be sick. It's a, it's a thought that rolls across my brain, but like older me would obsess on it, you know, like, oh, yeah. fuck. and now it's like, well, that is a bad thing, but there's also this good side of it. Yeah, and there's nothing. 50, to be- I just want to make my fifties into my twenties. You know what I mean? I was just gonna say that means you have ten years to live the fuck out of your fifties, so that when you turn sixty, you can be like, man, this last decade ruled. You know? Yeah. And I also I had someone. I I like to do this thing. It's a little corny, but like when I somebody asks me my age, I usually ask them what they think, and then I'll give them. Not it's, a, it's like a game show. I'm not deceiving them, but like I make them. Make yeah. And then I tell them the correct answer, like the price is right. 
And the last, I, I've been doing that as well. The last few times, not one person has guessed higher than 35, which I'm very pleased by. Nice. Like the last mm. half dozen times. So I, that, to be fair, I, I, I did not shave. I, I shaved a lot. This week I didn't shave, so you see a mm. lot of white. But like during the school semester, I basically shaved just every day because I was like conscious of sitting in a room full of 20-year-olds. And not that they even would say anything, but just in my mind, I was like, let me just look as young as I possibly can just to not mm -hmm. feel like an old, cringy old man. you know. <laughs> and people just think I'm way younger than I am. So I'm very like sort of gratified by that. I have a little bit of youth to squeeze out of this old husk still. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our uh, Spotify playlist, the RIP Livecast Music Break. Uh, you could check that out. Do, do a search for it on Spotify. You can find it. We have a playlist. Every week we add songs to it, and it's quite fun. We have over 600 songs, 40 hours of music in there, so you can get your party going good. Uh, my my song this week, last week on the show, we discussed jazz music, and uh, you guys mentioned how you didn't like jazz, and I specifically mentioned this one jazz drummer who I've been very, very into lately called Nate Smith, and specifically his album Kinfolk 2, See the Birds, which came out last year, uh, which I really, really liked. I wanted to play a song off of it, which featured... <laughs> uh, it featured what's his name vernon reed from living color and it's the heaviest song it's like the most metal adjacent jazz song on there it's almost mashuga uh but turns out when this album came out i already <laughs> included it on the playlist it's deep lamb goaded yourself so instead i picked a more traditional kind of jazz song but a very very fun song uh and i'm curious what you guys think about it if you have a chance to listen to it i won't i'll listen but to darren it. yeah darren you let him yeah know. you speak for the both of us and then, uh, oh, Darren, what did you pick? I picked Christmas Time for the Jews because we yeah! were recently talking about this. It came up in the Discord. This is the SNL uh, sketch song. Uh, what was it? The 90s? So 2000s? I think no, early 2000s, 2000s by yeah, Robert Smigel. It's just a song about what the Jews do and all the, the Christians are celebrating Christmas. It's very nice by the, the original uh, Darlene Love, who sang many Christmas hits, as Rob can attest to. He's a big Darlene Love mark. This is this is this song actually got me into Darlene Love because uh, to my point earlier, you know, now it, it's coming back to me. I hated Christmas music. I hate like I hated the, the the corny sentiment. And then, you know, I heard this song and I was like, wow, this is like this is great. Like, I, I, I want to hear what this is parodying. You know, like what this mm. is parodying is what I want to listen to. So I got into a Darlene Love and that Phil Spector album, which, you know, let, let's separate the art from the artist in this specific okay. instance. We just talked about Dave McCain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the Phil Spector Christmas album is the best Christmas music you will hear. Uh, a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector is the album. It's a and 45 loaded pointed at your face. That's the yes. gift. <laughs> of, of Christmas. Yeah. And so, and this is where I discovered Darlene Love and the Ronettes. Uh, and they're so good. And Darlene Love is incredible. Every year, she went on Letterman and uh, and, and performed uh, the song. What, what's the fucking song? <laughs> I can't even think of it now. Uh, baby, please come home. Great Christmas, baby, please come home. Uh, which I think is the best Christmas song because it's so orchestral and huge. 
and she has such a powerful voice that she still delivers. Like I, I'm always tempted to go see her perform at city winery, see it up close, but I never seem to make it work out. Uh, there's uh, also a great story about how a Robert Smigel, who, who wrote that sketch and animated it, uh, wound up getting Darlene love to be, to do the show. It was like sort of a, she, there was a time conflict and, you know, they did a mock-up of the sketch with another person singing it, like hoping that she would do it. Mm. And, and they just kind of blocked the sketch with, with the other person singing. And then she came in at the last minute and did it. And, uh, oh, amazing. It's a whole story is an article about it. Um, some big, big uh, magazine i can't remember which or if you google it you can find that but it's a whole whole story in and of itself how the sketch came to fruition too and she has a crazy story too like she has the stereotypical fucked up music industry story of like being recruited and given a terrible contract and not making any money off of her songs until like she was broke on the street like she she had to basically almost quit until finally like uh, so, like she figured something out, you know, like she got a, a, a better contract or something like that. Well, uh, a lot of people had the same arc as you, like discovering her through the internet. And that's how she became hmm. uh, famous again. The second time. Hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, like so iron chic kind of, but uh, with music nothing, and coke and fucking people, nothing but praise for the great and wonderful darling love. Also, Rob, uh, if you love uh, that kind of music, Mm-hmm, I do watch the the uh, movie uh, Little Shop of Horrors, which mm. is just full of songs like that. It takes place in the fifties, and it's just full of songs like that. And there's actually a, th- a three women who are like a Greek chorus in the old play. Like they introduce each scene, and they have mm-hmm. like a fifties uh, Motown type of song. That's great, sixties type Motown song. Yeah, there are the, two of them actresses who went on to be in Martin, isn't? Yeah. Like- well, oh, Gina, Campbell and- it's a, yeah, Tisha Campbell. Yeah. Her name is Kate. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Like, I really got into like all that, like fifties kind of doo-wop soul stuff. It's so good. It's so like the origins of music. I feel like, like you could trace back rock R and B, you know, like everything to like this yeah. style. So it's really fun to, there's a whole channel now, like on, on Sirius of just the, these 50 songs and it's, it's t- timeless music. Mm-hmm. Sid, what's your pick? Speaking of serious, uh, I you know got a new car recently, and it comes with the three month free trial of Sirius XM. So I've been listening to the uh, punk rock station called Faction Punk, which is a terrible name because when they say it, it sounds like they're saying fashion punk, which is like the ultimate insult you could levy at any punk rockers to call them a fashion punk. So I don't know if they're doing this on purpose for the irony or if it's just something they all didn't realize until it was too late but anyway i can explain it's because the show the channel there used to be a prime channel like in the first 40 channels Mm -hmm. called faction yeah which would which would be punk and uh and you know like modern punk and stuff like that but then they rebranded it to faction talk and then added uh uh an addition a complimentary channel which is now faction punk which would just be the music so, so they demoted the it just a talk channel now. It has nothing to do with about? punk. That's the channel that uh, Sam Roberts and Jim uh, Norton are on. You know, like they just have shows on there. It's like what the non Howard Stern. 
Nothing. They just took the brand. It makes no sense. Why? Oh, that's so, oh, that's even stupider. Anyway, yeah. one of the new punky bands that I've got like enjoyed in the last few weeks of driving around and listening to this channel is this band, Sincere Engineer, which is uh good Midwestern punk rock kind of it reminds me of the muffs because it's like the music is very like sweet and pop punky, but the vocals are female it's female fronted and they're like sort of rough sounding and like gravelly sounding that kind of weather beaten Midwestern vocal and just a nice juxtaposition. I enjoyed it. And the song is called fireplace. And by the way, uh, RIP this week because of the season it is, uh, I just want to remind anyone who's feeling hungry this weekend that reindeer is protein in case you're in a pinch and Rudolph is all you have available to go ahead and take a bite. It's fine. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> you do that too. <laughs> no, mm. you know where you could stick mm. that nose. Rudolph got some booty. <laughs> like ask consent. Use that peppermint lube. Oh, ow! Watch, <laughs> watch out for antlers. Oh. I also want to mention our Patreon. If you need yourself just a little bit more RIP Livecast, you can hit our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash RIP Livecast. Get two bonus episodes every friggin' month. We have over four years of bonus episodes, watch alongs, listen alongs to classic shitty albums, classic good albums. Uh, listen along. What else we have? We have roundtable discussions about movies. We have bonus episodes where we just go through naughty links that we don't feel comfortable uh, doing on the free show because we'll get pulled off of YouTube. <laughs> we have the, so it's we have slightly more explicit. Hall of Fame for live cast yes. memes. That is my favorite thing that we do on the Patreon, which is the live cast Hall of Fame, where we induct people or memes or phrases or videos that we constantly reference and kind of go through the history and revisit. In them. depth. We, very in depth. I think we have like six episodes uh, from the Hall of Fame. We might need to do a new, a new Hall of Fame pretty soon. Uh, for this month, we have two bonus episodes. There are two watch-alongs. We're in the holiday spirit, but it's a live cast holiday spirit because we're watching Hanukkah Hallmark movies. Uh, Menorah in the Middle and uh, what's the other one? Hanukkah, Hanukkah on Rye. I, I, I was almost conflating my, my puns here, but two uniquely not good <laughs> Christmas movies with yeah. a Hanukkah theme in different, uh, in different ways. We had a lot, a lot of fun roasting them much like chestnuts on an open fire. Uh, so definitely if you want to just get cozy with us, get a hot cider, put on the fireplace and throw on one of these movies and we could all hang out and, and roast the movie together. You could do that at patreoncom slash RIP live cast. And if you want to throw us a few extra bones, 10 bucks a month gets you a shout out. Uh, you can be a top live cast fan of the meek, uh, fan of the week, not of the I'm meek. A, I'm a fan of, of the, the meek. strong. The meek yeah. shall inherit the earth. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the name of a, a little shop of horrors song, too. No. Oh. Ties of that, that back in. Uh, and uh, how, how should we do these? Should we do it as Dave Mustaine guessing these people's ages in 30 years? <laughs> like what they'll be in 2030? Sure. If you want to do that math, go <laughs> for it. Oh, I don't know how to. Oh, me or Rob? Yeah. <laughs> well, one I, of I, you. Mean, uh, I have to get it up. Sorry. No, <laughs> no problem. 
<laughs> and I want well, well, Darren finds it. I want to mention if if you do, you know, if you still want to support us, and obviously don't have the money to throw around, totally understandable. The best way to do it is to leave us a rating on one of these podcast podcast apps, and join our Discord. Come hang out with us. Uh, go to riplivecast.com. There's an invite link there. You can be in the chat with us whenever you want. And uh, we'd love to we'd love to get closer to you, get a little more intimate. Yeah. Let's see, Eric and Benjamin. Dan Arf, I'm 71 years old in 2031. Let's see how many plugs and vaginas we'll have done by that. Oh. Well, anyway, moving on. Chasur Shishushits and Hugo Likes Tacos. Let's see if I make 14 albums a year for the next three and a half years. That's going to be 21 albums. 21.7 divided by pi is Lando Danks. LaCroix, uh, let's see, 2034 divided by the number of CIA agents I have. That's, of course, 71.357. Uh, Corey and Scotty H., Aaron, Douglas, who are you, Levison? Let's see, divided by the, the gravitational pull from time-like curves. As you all know, my friend Alex Jones knows that they oh, cause no. cancer and frogs and turn them gay. Anyway, happy Christmas, everybody. Did you mention Mindy Mayer Skipper? I did. Did oh. I not? Oh, maybe I did. Mindy Mayer's Kippa, this is a special holiday shout-out for you. I'm going to make a special album for you. It's only going to take 17 years to produce, and I'm going to be 83 and a half years old. It's going to come out <laughs> on February 30th, 2097. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week a little earlier than usual if you want to listen live. What's the time, Sid? 10? Yeah, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Eastern. So if you want to do a super early wake up with the live cast on the West Coast where most of our listeners are, we love you. We kiss you. Bye-bye. Super early for me on the East Coast, too. Yeah. <laughs>